You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, my authentically me beauties. Welcome to a solo cast episode with your host, me, Serena Rose. I am so excited to be here with you today as I am every time that I record this podcast. Special announcement just for you guys following and keeping up with my show. I'm recording on a condenser mic. I have upgraded my at home audio. So I really look forward to hearing the sound and hoping that the sound quality is better for you, the listeners. And I re listen to every episode <laughs> that I share um, to reflect. Sometimes when I'm here channeling my stream of consciousness and or interviewing, I'm not always able to fully digest what is being said. And, you know, that goes to show for everything. If there is a podcast that really touched you, not necessarily mine, although I hope it's mine, um, but any podcast, any video or any leader of sorts that you follow, I encourage you to go back, to re-listen, and to see what else comes through for you the second or third time that you listen to it. And it may not resonate anymore, and that's okay, Um, but it also might, and something else might land and spark something inside of you that you didn't even hear before or wasn't able to hear before. So I wanted to come on here and just share about something that is a little controversial that one of my mentors who I'm, I've gone back and re-listened to things over and over and over again. Um, his name is Kevin Oros and he has been a one-on-one life coach of mine back in the day when he focused solely on helping women uh, uncover and unlock deeper parts of themselves. And now he is a Tantra teacher and sharing so much magic with this world and has shifted more to helping men. I will link him in this episode if you care to research him, find more, find out more about him. I encourage it. I'm always sharing others with my followers and my community because it takes a tribe to create change in the world. It takes numbers. It takes people. It is us, the people that will create the change in the world that we wish to see by living it as our reality. 
So one of my mentors, Kevin, said to me, Serena, if you are not getting people's feathers ruffled, now this is maybe out of context. You may have not said these exact words. I'm like trying to remember, but he said something along the lines of congratulations on having haters because if you don't have haters, then you're not doing it right. You're not doing the whole leadership thing right. As we shine and share and speak to our truth in this world, myself, you, and anyone, the louder that we speak that, the brighter that we shine, then the more polarizing our message will be. And the more that may respond magnetically the opposite way to that polarizing message, meaning they're not attracted to it, actually. They're um, revolted by it and are going to the other pole, if that makes any sense. I trust that it does. So that has been something that thought, that philosophy, that has been something that has really helped me throughout the years because one of my greatest challenges, especially as an online entrepreneur, which is what I'm focusing on in season three of this podcast, has been fear of judgment. And I've said on previous episodes that we're tribal as humans. We deep down desire to belong to a tribe and we're constantly looking and trying to find ways that we can fit in with tribe we don't want to be rejected or cast out of the tribe so when hate quote unquote for those who are not watching the video on youtube i'm using little finger quotes when we when i have received hate or judgment or when i have felt rejected by others because that's just a perception right so i see it as being rejected quote unquote but the reality is that may not exist it may exist but it may also not exist that's the lens through which i am choosing and creating my reality is to see it as rejection if i choose that So I could see it as an opportunity to clear space in my field, to invite those who are polarized positively by me to step forward. So energetically, it's clearing space, emotional and physical space in my reality. And so I don't have to see it as a rejection, but that's what my mind was seeing things as for a long time, (laughs) for a long time. And I recently (laughs) shared a post online about how I do not vote. I am recently, my birthday was November 6th, for those who do not know, Scorpio team. 
so I'm recently 33 years old and I have never voted, not once. And it's something that I remember in bars whispering about under my breath, like, I've never voted. Um, And I just didn't want people to hear me because I was ashamed. I knew that I would be rejected, quote unquote, um, you know, thrown out of the, the tribe amongst whatever else may or may not arise because it's an unpopular opinion in our culture for a variety of reasons, some of which I understand, some of which I do not understand, and some of which I just straight up don't agree with at all. (laughs) So my reality is that this is my choice. This is something that I believe in very strongly. It's not something I'm just trying on for size because I haven't done it since I was 18. There are a number of reasons why I do not vote. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm not here to convince you to like me or to not reject me. I'm not here to try to sway your opinion to not vote versus vote. I'm just speaking to a reality that exists in my field. So what I see, particularly surrounding this election, is how easy it is to blame other people. For example, with COVID, It's so much easier to say, our leaders of the world fucked up. It's all President Trump's fault. He didn't listen, and it's completely this one man's fault that all of this has happened. Nobody else's fault but his. Now, mind you, I don't like Trump, personal opinion. Not a fan. Don't like looking at him, listening to him all of the above. I'm not team Trump. I'm not team anybody. I'm team human is my team. Team the people. Team revolutionary. Okay, anyway, off the soapbox. Um, And I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that it is so much easier to blame other people than it is to take responsibility for oneself and one's health. If this is a health epidemic, you are responsible for your health. What are you eating? Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough rest? Are you surrounding yourself with healthy people, with people who are mindful of their health? Are you listening to your body's intuition about where you should or should not go and who you should or should not involve yourself with. It's your responsibility. Now shit happens, yeah. Like you go to the grocery store, you touch something, whatever, whatever, you could get COVID. I am not downplaying the experience at all because it's fucked up. I personally know so, I like could cry (laughs) right now 
because I personally know a number of people that have experienced COVID and have been challenged by it. So I have a, a minor degree of conspiracy theorist in my person, but I'm not here to spit conspiracy theories at you. I'm not even here to talk at length about COVID. My intention is more rather to speak about how easy it is to blame others rather than take responsibility for oneself. And this can show up um, in the collective through something like COVID, which we're seeing, and it can also show up more commonly on an individual basis. It's so much easier to blame someone who is the abuser rather than taking responsibility as the abusee to reclaim one's power, to remove oneself from a situation that is not working, not serving. It would have been so easy for me to say, fuck this life, I was abused, I was traumatized, I, I literally, according to popular opinion, have every right to be a homeless whore on the streets because of the amount of trauma that I have endured in my life. But I did not choose that path. I took responsibility for my life. I took responsibility for myself. And it's not, it's not easy to do that. It's challenging as fuck. I still sometimes feel challenged by it. Tears are like coming up because I feel so passionately about these things. And my intention is to encourage as many people as possible to think for themselves, to reclaim their power, their responsibility. We are powerful beings in this life, each and every one of us. I'm powerful, you're powerful. Everyone around you is powerful. Everyone carries an energetic frequency that is their own. You can feel it. It's magnetizing. And your personal energetic frequency is so much more potent when you take responsibility for yourself, for your choices, for your words, for your actions, for your desires. Another thing that I'm noticing this election go around is that so many people are just simply voting for equality, but are not expressing or living that equal love for all beings. And what I mean by that is how we treat each other, regardless of who you're voting for. Because I don't vote, I actually believe that it doesn't fucking matter at all and that, you know, Everything's already written, but that's besides the point. <clears throat> when I posted that status, expressing 
that I did not vote. I did it for myself. I did it because it was vulnerable. I wanted to show up for myself in a powerful way to speak about something that I believe in that may not be a popular opinion, that isn't a popular opinion. I wanted to be brave for myself and strong for myself and show myself the level of emotional growth that I have done so far on my journey because old me would have received some of the comments and cried. Now, I wasn't a happy camper all day as the comments were rolling in, you know, I had my moments, but I was really proud of myself for showing up and for doing the thing that I have been so petrified to do for years. Like that, that alone feels fucking good to do the thing that you have been avoiding doing, but you feel called to do so strongly. That in and of itself is a beautiful life hack. So do the thing, reclaim your power. What I noticed as the said comments were rolling in is that so many people were speaking unkindly towards me, encouraging me at the same time to vote for my brothers and sisters to be a voice for them so that we are all equals, but yet they're showing up not treating me equally, not showing love to me. Everything is connected in this life. How many things do you vote for, but yet when it comes to your own personal life, those things are not active on your field. These are just questions. Perhaps you can reflect with them. Perhaps you totally disagree with me. Like I said, I'm not here to convince you to not vote. I'm just speaking to things that I see. And I know another thing that I've received is that I'm privileged, quote unquote, because I'm a white woman. And while I understand that perspective, because it's a perspective that we choose to see, I understand how people can see that perspective. Because if you look at me, I am fucking white. <laughs> I am white. Yeah, I got boobs and a vagina. I'm a woman, check, check. And I may have more privilege than others do. In no way, shape, or form did I lead a privileged life. My life has been challenging. Not normal at all. So the other side to that is that I am privileged because I am a white woman in this day and age. I have the privilege to vote to choose to vote. I have the privilege of having a roof over my head. I have a lot more privileges that I could sit here and list for you. What I reflect, however, 
is intentions behind words when we speak to one another. What is the intention in saying you're privileged? Is there a desired outcome? This is emotional stock, right? We put emotional stock into so many things in this life, into relationships, into conversations, into questions that we ask, statements we make, accusations we have. And so many people have put so much emotional stock into this election. When CNN announced um, that Biden was the projected new president, I was in the streets of Baltimore and I got to witness a couple running up and down the main street, shouting profanities about Trump, wearing anti-Trump stuff and pro-Biden stuff. And the entire time that I was walking around the neighborhood in Baltimore, they were just running back and forth, up and down, up and down the street. What is their intention in doing that? And I'm not judging. Perhaps it's an amazing intention. I'm not here to judge. I'm just talking about what I see. A couple beside me cried, sobbed, giant tears. And while I think it's great to put, to express, to cry, and even to have emotions at all, fuck, like what a privilege in and of itself to have emotions. There's so much weight on politics and other things too, like football. (laughs) People will get so pissed if their football team doesn't win. It'll ruin their whole fucking day. And it's like, why? Why put so much emotional stock in something that is outside of yourself that you have no control over? These are my questions. This is what I see. I believe if we took half of the emotional stock in this country that was put into this fucking election and put it into ourselves, into our own self-growth, into how we treat one another, into how we treat the animals and the earth, (laughs) the world would be a hell of a lot different. Thank you so much for listening to me, for being here with me. I trust those that needed to receive this transmission and stream of consciousness that is me received it. However it touched you, whether you're on this pole or this pole, thank you for being here. I love you. I love you so much. My beliefs do not have to be your beliefs. You can still love me back. It's okay.
And even if you choose not to, I still love you. And it's still okay. I hope that you feel that. If you guys do not already follow me on social media, please get into connection with me on Instagram at Serena Rose Coach and Authentically Me Radio, obviously, and on Facebook as Serena Rose. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. Mwah. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. If you would like to receive in a deeper way, visit our website at authenticallymeradio.com or bookserenarose.com. Remember, you are exactly where you are supposed to be doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing and you are loved.